We've all been waiting, right? Waiting and waiting. Israel waited for generations. And we just feel like we've been waiting for generations to get to the end of this year, to get to Christmas. But we have come there. We have come to the end of the year, but more importantly, to the birth of Christ, to the kind of footstool at the birth of Christ. The foothills of the mountains were almost there. And that is totally worth celebrating. So if you think others need something to celebrate in the midst of a dark season, now would be the perfect time to share this broadcast. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me today as we dive into episode 77 and we pray our way through the celebration of the birth of Jesus. But before we do that, we're going to open with a bit of what we call worship prayer. We're praying through the names of God, and this week we have another compound name, or technically this is a title and not actually a name. It's Jehovah Shalom. Jehovah we've looked at before. It means Lord, and it speaks to God's covenant and relational nature. Shalom is one of my favorite words in any language. It means peace, but not just the absence of conflict, though that is true of that word. But shalom is all of the fullness of God. It's a Hebrew greeting. And so when someone would say shalom, they're not just wishing you absence of conflict, but they are wishing you all of the fullness of God. So what are we to do when we're worried or troubled or distressed or afraid? We can run straight to Jehovah Shalom, God who is peace. The NASB translated as it became perfectly calm. First time in scripture, actually the only time in scripture that this appears is in Judges chapter 6 from the mouth of Gideon. Israel was living in a constant state of fear. The Midianites were a once defeated enemy who had reemerged to power and they began plundering Israel. Israel was decimated. Matthew Henry writes this, distressed, he, Gideon, was threshing his wheat, not in the proper place, but by the wine press in some private, unsuspected corner for fear of the Midianites. Fearful of attack and worried about the safety of their families, the Israelites, like Gideon, took to hiding in dens and from Judges 6-2, quote, in the mountains and caves and the strongholds. So here are our verses that we're looking at today. When Gideon realized that he was the angel of the Lord, he said, Oh no, Lord God, I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, Peace to you. Don't be afraid, for you will not die. So Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and called it, The Lord is Peace. It is still in Ophrah of the Abizarites today. That's Judges 6, 22 through 24. So we will get started. Lord, Father God, you are peace. Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is peace. And in this season, when we know you as the coming Prince of Peace, who brought reconciliation between you and us, I am so grateful to be able to call you Jehovah Shalom. When things look dark, when the enemy is decimating our lives, 
we can call you Jehovah Shalom. And I pray that as we proceed through this season of difficulty, I mean, it's a hard season for a lot of us. There is tremendous difficulty out there. I pray that we would know you as the God who is peace. I pray that as we celebrate your birth as the Prince of Peace, that we would be able to rely on that peace, to access that peace, because you are with us. You also are Emmanuel with us, and so your peace is with us. And I honor you for that today as being the one who can even claim that. And thank you for being that in our lives. As we work through this prayer time today, I pray that you would receive it as a gift, that it would be a time set apart for you in our day. I pray that we would listen with a heart, our heart ears. Uh, that doesn't even make sense. With the ears of our heart, that doesn't make sense either. But that we would listen with our hearts and that you would move and change us there. I pray that as we speak to you today, that you would not only be pleased, but that these prayers would go out and accomplish great things in your name. Because what we do is for the glory of your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Luke 2, 9 through 14 is where we're going to be today for the second part of our prayer together. We're in the last week of an Advent series. We covered separate and meditate and anticipate. And today we have reached celebrate. Now, last week we talked about the waiting, the waiting Israel did for the Messiah and the waiting that we do for the second coming of Christ. This week we turn to the birth and it's time to celebrate. So today we are celebrating with the angels. Luke 2, 9 through 14 is a longer passage. So I've had two episodes in a row of longer passages, but we'll get back to shorter ones, I'm sure. Luke 2, 9 through 14 reads like this. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the city of David, a Savior was born for you, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be the sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly, there was a multitude of the heavenly host with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to people he favors. What an amazing passage of scripture. What an astonishing message, right? To shepherds, to this common group of people. But yeah, I'm going to go off. I'm going to start praying instead. Father, there's so many reasons why this passage warms my heart. But the idea that this event this that happened so quietly in the night in a busy season, in a crowded place, in a place that needed your peace, this moment slipped into the world where the Savior was born. And I am sure that there were cries. I am sure that Mary was in pain. I am sure that the baby Jesus cried. There was sound, but compared to all of the cacophony of the world and the culture at the time, this was a quiet, holy moment. And you wanted it recognized because it deserved to be worshipped. So you didn't go to the ruling elite or you didn't go to the religious leaders. You announced your birth 
to shepherds and you did it with beauty and supernatural in a way that I mean extraordinary. You send an angel and a holy host of others to declare this moment had arrived. And with the angels we celebrate today, we honor the fact that you chose to be born as a baby to a virgin in a stable. And then you chose to celebrate that moment with the angels. The message that you said was, do not be afraid for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy. And Father, as we celebrate today, there's reason to be afraid in this world. There are lots of reasons. There's always, even if it wasn't 2020, there's always reasons to look in our circumstances and react out of fear. The shepherds were afraid when they saw the glory of the Lord that shone around them. We ought to be afraid of the right things. Help us be afraid of the right things. We should be entering your presence with awe and respect and a holy fear a fear of the Lord. And I pray that as we celebrate this week, that we would walk into this season, into this, into your presence, into this moment with that too, with a holy fear. And I pray also that we would receive that message like the angels were saying, do not be afraid for look, this news is great joy and will be for all the people. Father, I celebrate today with the angels that this happened that in the city of David, a Savior was born who is the Messiah. Jesus spent years like tr- keeping that not public knowledge. I don't know if years is probably the right term, but he specifically told people in his ministry, don't tell them who I am. But in this moment, you told us the one who was born is the Messiah, the Lord, and he will be found in a manger. And then the heavens could not contain it. There was a multitude of heavenly hosts, and they praised you. And we join them in saying today, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those people whom he favors. Father, I ask that that would be true in my life, that as I live through this week, that each step that I take, that the words that I say, that the way I interact on social media or with my family or with you, that that would be the ringing of my heart. Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to people he favors. Amen. Thank y'all so much for joining me in prayer today. I so appreciate it. If you are watching this on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page, we will be back again here on Wednesday morning, but early. We're going to show up at, I think, let's aim at nine. So nine o'clock, one hour early, nine o'clock Central Time will be here on Wednesday morning because I have a an appointment at 10. So If you are finding this helpful, invite someone to join you on Wednesday. We're going to be more of this, more celebrating the birth on Monday. If you're a podcast listener, thank you for listening. And if you subscribe and share the podcast with a friend, it will help more voices join with us in prayer. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road, giving you the truth plus tools to help you live the life God has called you to live. My heart is that as we pray together, as we do this two times a week, that we will all grow in our prayer lives. You will grow and I will grow, but that God would also use these prayers in our own circumstances, in our lives, and that he will answer them in mighty ways. But most of all, my prayer is that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us these words. 
Amen. 